Guys, guess who we have on Dairy Room Podcast today? Well, we will find out. But we're continuing our series answering the questions that you asked on Instagram. And today's episode is an intimate one because we're going to take a deep dive into talking to the Father, hearing from God, and embracing those seasons that where he doesn't seem to be speaking at all. So it's loaded, and I have a great woman of God here with me. So some of you may know Jackie. Some of you may not know Jackie, but I believe that when we're done, you'll get to know her a bit. She's such a pace setter, a lover of Jesus, and the founder of Flaming Fire Girl Ministry. I'm sure you may have seen them on Instagram. I'll share their handles in the summary for the podcast as well, so you can give them a follow. And Jackie is also an author. Jackie, correct me if I'm wrong, but she's authored like over 12 books. If I'm, I'm lying, I don't know, Jackie. <laughs> How many now? 19 by God's grace. Wow. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. So you, you already know that it's loaded today. And the, the conversation about how she manages to do all this and, you know, write 19 books is for another episode. <laughs> but just a fun fact about her, she loves, loves roller coasters and go-karts. So if you ever want to take her out, there's a hint for you. Okay, so enough of me talking. Jackie, welcome to the Dairy Room. I'm honored to host you. Thank you so much, Olivia. I am I'm privileged to be here. I think it's an honor. Um, you know, something that Ryan had bonked you, a great man of God. I mean, he's with the Lord now. Something that he always said was, it's like, it's an honor for God to use his mortal lips to preach the immortal, eternal gospel. So I think it's an honor that I'm here with you. Thank you for even obeying God and starting this podcast. I think um, generations are going to be blessed because of your obedience so thank you for having me into that yeah thank you too jackie okay 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 so we'll just get right into the conversation today's conversation and i'm excited about today's conversation because um they're basically going to address a lot of questions on intimacy and hearing from god okay okay so jackie my first question I'm going to use a phone call as an analogy, right? Okay. So when we call someone on the phone, you know, we call them, they talk back to us, we have great conversations, um, you know, we can ask them anything and we can hear their voices. So my, my, my first question really is that, what does it really mean to hear God's voice? You know, we know what it means to hear human beings speak <laughs> but what does it really mean to hear God's voice and how do we hear and know God's voice well um I'll say that you know hearing God's voice has a lot to do with knowing him um not just knowing about him or not just having heard about him but a lot of hearing of his voice has to do with knowing who he is um, and that's why I think Paul said, you know, even towards the end of his life and towards the end of his ministry, he said in Philippians 3.10, that I may know him. And I think it's a question that I always ask myself that, hey, 
I mean, Paul, are you are you sure you didn't know God? <laughs> are you sure you didn't know this God that you spent your life preaching about, risking your life for? But he said that I may know him because even towards the end of his life, he still needs to seek to know him so he can hear his voice and he can still direct him, even though he had achieved a lot um, in his um, ministry or he had fulfilled his ministry in a sense. So I think a lot of it has to do with, know- with knowing who he is. And even when God called um, Moses, I mean, he initially was like, hey, who's calling me? And he responded. And at a point when God was sending him, but go and tell the, uh, go and tell Pharaoh this and that, you know, he said, what will I say to these people? Because basically I don't know you. How, if they ask me who sent you, what what shall I say to them? Like, how do I even describe the God who has sent me if I don't? Basically, that's what Moses was saying. Mm-hmm. So we even see in the heart of Moses that he had a desire to even know this God that was even calling him and sending him. And I think um, as Christians, we have to have that desire to know um, the God that we claim to worship and the God that we claim to love. And um, in Matthew 17, verse 5, you know, on the Mount of Configuration, Transfiguration, sorry, um, when Jesus was transfigured before the disciples, God spoke from heaven, you know, and he said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. Like listen to him. Like what he has to say is very important. So I'll just go back to, I think the foundation of our faith and like just, it, it, it just takes us back to um, seeking to know God. And that's always, always takes us back to having a personal relationship with God, taking us back to quiet time. You right. know, people that, I don't know, I feel like quiet time is, is more powerful than people think it is. People mm-hmm. want something more powerful. People want okay. maybe to go yeah. to church and, like, you know, have a prophet calling them and saying, yeah, that's it, the Lord, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, just hearing all these powerful things. But it takes us back to the quiet time and that's um, one-on-one with God. Like Moses had such intimacy with God that he spoke to him face-to-face. Hey, I'm yet to find that. <laughs> I'm yet to find the person Moses that God spoke to face to face. But um, to answer your question, I think it takes us back to knowing God. And that should be the heart of every believer, like Paul, um, that I may know him. And even Paul said that I count it all as dung. Like I literally count everything else as poop um, compared to the privilege of knowing Christ. So I think it takes us back to seeking to know God. Like, who is this God? Because I can't just want to hear his voice if I don't know him. Mm. And we can't, there are so many voices. The Bible actually says that there be so many kinds of voices. So there are literally so many kinds of voices, like the voice of our parents, um, the voice of our flesh, (laughs) the voice of, there's so many voices, the voice of the enemy. He also, he also has a voice. I mean, he, he spoke to Jesus Christ, literally tempting him in the wilderness. So to know and identify God's voice, is not an easy thing. And even if you've worked with God for like 20 years, you find that it's still like a struggle in a sense. That's why even when you, when you brought up the topic, I was like, hey, hearing God's voice, this is not an easy topic. And I feel like every, oh, I don't know, but most uh, ministers of God would be like, hey, this topic, I don't want to say I've arrived because there are times when I fall short you know, because, because there are so many voices. Sometimes you make a decision, you're so sure that this is what God said, but then you find out that, hey, <laughs> that was me all along. That's what I wanted to do all along. God wasn't even in this in the first place. So that's daily desire to, to know God. As we know him, of course, we get to know his voice. Like we can identify the voices of our parents or our siblings or people that we are very close to, like our best friends. Yeah. If they call us from afar, we know who this person is in the same way. Um, 
we can know God's voice, we can hear his voice if we know him. So yeah, I don't know if that kind of answered the question because I said it a lot. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. Um, so and and I was actually going to also draw on, you know, learning about basically if you know somebody, for example, if your mom, your dad, or your friend calls you, you know their voice because you've sort of trained yourself over time maybe without knowing it to hear what they have to say or to hear their voice you become used to it so i think that it's not like a one day yeah it's definitely it's definitely like a journey yeah 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 so definitely thank you for that taking us back to quiet time and then hearing his voice but actually my my follow-up question sort of um (laughs) Is is even based on something that you just spoke about. You said that, for example, sometimes you may think that oh, it's God's voice, but it was actually maybe you yourself, you know, wanting to do this particular thing. So I I yeah. want to find out that even like how can we specifically even know that? Um, hmm. Okay, we've asked God this, right? <laughs> we've asked God this, but how do we know that? Oh, this is not our thoughts interfering yeah. with, or yeah. yeah, it's or another voice even. It's hard, um, yeah. And I won't make it look like an easy thing. Like I've arrived in Charlie, you know, yeah. and I'm sure that people who are who are who have maybe achieved a lot more um, in terms of intimacy with God, but I think. I really think that that's where like real intimacy with God comes in and many and many Christians aren't really after that because we are not really willing to pay the price because real intimacy with God is at a very high cost like you have to literally die to your flesh mm. and so the, if, if your flesh is dead there's no way that a dead thing can convince you to do something if you get what I'm trying to say that's why the scripture says to crucify your flesh, like the flesh must be dead. Literally, we have to kill our flesh, like crucify it so that it doesn't interfere with what the spirit is saying. The Bible says that the desires of the flesh and the desires of the spirit are in opposition. Like what God wants you to do and what your flesh wants, they are, in, they are, they are contradictory in a sense. That's even in a sense. They are literally yeah. contradictory. <laughs> so the price so you realize that a lot of these i mean most i mean these people were working very very close to god they paid the price like i'm going to do away with sin and even when they sinned they were very quick to repent and that's one reason why i really love david you know because hey he was quick to repent whenever he realized that "Hmm, i've messed up he was always quick to repent psalm 51 is a good prayer that he prayed when you know he messed up but in real intimacy with God and we have to be willing to pay the price because it's hard to tell when your flesh is so alive it's hard to really choose in fact sometimes you can sometimes you even know what God is saying but even choosing his will is hard if you get what I'm saying I feel like sometimes because sometimes sometimes I doubt that believers don't know what God is saying sometimes just sometimes because maybe like you want to get into a relationship with this guy and like, I mean, you don't even need Angel Gabriel to come and appear to you and say thou art highly favored and <laughs> this is not what you should do. Sometimes you know very well, but sometimes your flesh is so alive mm-hmm. that it's hard to choose the, the will of the Father. It's hard to choose what God wants us to do. Mm. But I think when I think of 
like just intimacy with God, I think about Enoch. I'm like, hey, the Bible says that Enoch walked so close with God that one day God just took him away. Yeah. Like God literally yeah. said, yeah. come to heaven with me. With me. Just Enoch, <laughs> Elijah, Jesus Christ that are in heaven with the flesh because they were literally taken up in their body. And it's like, hey, so somebody can actually walk so close to God. And I really like Enoch's story specifically because he was just a normal guy like us. Like he had a family, you know, sometimes if you don't study about him, you think that, oh, maybe it was just some Holy Ghost man, you know, always praying in tongues, maybe like John <laughs> eating, like staying in the wilderness, just doing a lot of spiritual things. But he had a family, like he was working, he had a wife. That means that like, just like us, I mean, he had sexual desires, you know, he was having sex with his wife, but somehow he was still very close to God mm. and he could yeah. hear God's voice. So I think a lot of it comes back to intimacy and really seeking seeking a very close walk with him and that means really putting our flesh to death and because it's really hard like it's really hard to say that oh to, I don't even know I don't even know if you get what I'm trying to say like it, it's hard like I don't want it to seem so easy like because sometimes if you make it seem easy some people come and think that okay maybe God doesn't like me <laughs> I am struggling to figure out um maybe what he's trying to tell me. but I think a lot of it has to to deal with dying to our flesh hmm. and our selfish desires um like what do, what do i want versus what god wants me to do so telling the difference i would say that what was the question again i'm really talking so much <laughs> so basically the question was about like when do we really know that this is god and this is god. our thoughts you know interfering yeah. with yeah with what he's exactly okay. what Okay, so intimacy with God one. And then um, I guess knowing the word of God. Um, the psalmist said in Psalm 119 verses 11 that thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. So having the word of God so deep in us that when he speaks, sometimes he speaks and we know that mm, this one is God. You know, there are times when you are tempted and you might not feel any like voice saying that says the Lord, you know, like don't do this. But then you just remember a scripture. Jesus said, he shall bring to your remembrance, the Holy, speaking of the Holy Spirit, that he shall bring to your remembrance all yeah. things. Yeah. So there are times when you are just there and you just remember, you know, flee. You might not even remember anything else, but you just remember flee. <laughs> <laughs> you might not even remember anything, but the Holy Spirit will speak to you and remind you of something, remind you of a sermon that you heard, remind you of, um, even remind you of a mistake that you had made and how this was going to be a repetition of that. He will remind us of all things. So having the word so ingrained in us that when we are in a dilemma, we know that mm, right now, I'm not even sure what decision to take, but what does the word of God say? Um, who has been in the situation that I have been in? Because right. for me, that's something that practically helps me. Yeah. Like, I find yeah. myself in a very difficult spot and I'm not hearing anything like, hey, you know, I feel God telling me this, that, that. But I'm studying my Bible and I see that, oh, um, maybe Ruth was in this situation that I've, I've been in. Even Paul has experienced something like that. What did Paul do? Um, Jesus had experienced something like I've experienced. What did Jesus do? And I think going back to the scriptures is never a mistake. <laughs> like, you might not be sure what he's saying, but always going back, like, okay, God, what does your word say? And then making it your quiet time for the next couple of days. I want to study about this or that and this particular decision I want to make and mm -hmm. hearing from God. And yeah, I, I just hope that kind of answers the question. But yeah, and if you think it helps, um, I, I took down a few notes and I think I would 
summarize what you're sharing is really being making time to be intimate with God, having your your quiet time, then knowing the word of God and also just also seeking godly counsel. So yeah. yeah, godly counsel and then also using examples from the word of God. Yeah. But, and and I'll just add that sometimes I think that we are also, you know, afraid to make mistakes, like yeah. afraid to yeah. experiment. So for example, if I mean God has said, Oh, stats, I don't know, like maybe you've been writing your devotional notes, um, your notes from devotion down and he's like yeah. oh, share it but you know yeah just afraid yeah. to take yeah. a step and because some things you you know that oh this thing is like it's generally good so sometimes yeah. i think the hardest decisions are between good and good you know yeah it's true like, you're right yeah, yeah like good and good like oh they're all yeah. good so what do i <laughs> what do i do yeah um yeah and sometimes i think that you need to take a step and just trust god as well in some of the in some of the um situations i know it's not like a one-size-fits-all because (laughs) there are definitely different situations but that's just something that i will add okay so thank you so much jackie um i just want to also draw out like when we say when we say the voice of god Mm -hmm. right what does it really mean because um, you know, we're talking about intimacy, knowing the word of God, um, learning from Bible characters. What does the voice of God mean, really? Like, if if someone, if you were to, <laughs> you know, it reminds me of um, the song, The Voice of God. But anyway, um, yeah. uh, if you were to describe it to somebody um, who wants to know, like, what is it they are really talking about? Like, what are they really saying? You know, like, what's his voice of God? Like, I'm, you know, reading my Bible and praying, but I don't hear the same kind of thing. What, what would you, um, you know, use to describe that? What the voice of God is? Yes. Uh. So, like, is it, is it like, you know, uh, is it a still small voice? Is it a, um, a uh, thoughts that comes is it uh you know like if you were to describe it what would mm-hmm. you what would you say mm-hmm. just so someone um who <laughs> yeah understands what we're really saying like what are these girls talking about yeah well, i feel that um he speaks in different ways mm-hmm. like his voice but i mean if i want to be deep i would say that his he his voice is himself in the sense that he is the word of god like jesus christ is the word but i would say that he speaks in different ways um he can be um it can come as a thought it can come as a conviction like you know just some strong nudge in your heart like i i should definitely do this or i should not even try this it's he speaks in different ways he tries to i feel like god tries to get our attention um in different ways diverse ways he mm-hmm. can speak through yeah. your parents um he can speak through and he will speak through your pastors you know when god called um samuel um in first samuel three he thought eli was calling him that's how familiar the voice can sound yeah he was, 
Eli was calling him. So he called him the first time and he's like, Eli, he went to Eli and he said, I'm here. Like, here I am. You called me. And Eli is like, I didn't call this guy. I mean, I think I was even sleeping. Yeah. And so he hears the voice of God again and he goes back to Eli. And then the third, I think Eli was like, mm, this, this is probably God calling this guy, even though it's not so common in our time. I think yeah. this is God calling him. Yeah, yeah. Then he told him that the next time he speaks, tell him that, speak, Lord, for thy servant listeneth or your servant heareth. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very interesting how he actually thought that Eli was the one calling him and it was actually God in heaven calling out his name so it can sound like a familiar voice hmm. that's why we shouldn't despise the the um counsel and we get from our pastors and all of these the bible says despise not prophesying so i'll say that it comes in in um diverse ways but what we should use to filter it out so no god is speaking is the word of god hmm. like always yeah always so he can speak through different things but filter it by filter it with the word of god yeah. and with counsel from the holy spirit like this is god speaking to me whenever i have like a supernatural vision or whenever I have a dream and I have these, you know, I don't just want to be spooky. I always go back to the word of God. Like, where does this, where is this in the Bible? Because right. some people right. have like, Hey, the Lord showed me this, but like, I, it's not even in the scriptures. Mm. Like God told me that I should, I should do this, but it's God will not give anybody any advice like that. You know, the Bible says that there's nothing new under the sun. Yes. And the Bible also says that no temptation has ceased you except that which is common <laughs> to yeah. man. So like whatever way that God speaks to you, like always let the word of God be your filter to say mm-hmm. that, okay, okay, where is this in the Bible? Does God even speak like this? Um, mm-hmm. Or would God even tell me to do something like this? Because he won't, he would never ever contradict his word. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know if that helps. Yeah, it, it, it does help. It does help that there are so many ways that God speaks to us. Okay, so I'll just dive into the next question. And it's it's really about, okay, so now we know that, okay, we have some ways that we can possibly hear God's voice. We may know some of the ways that he speaks. And what if what happens when we are enjoying it, but all of a sudden, you know, it seems like he's silent or he's not speaking anymore, even though we're doing all the things that we used to do. Like we are, you know, praying, we are having a devotion, things like that. What what happens? Yeah. How do we embrace those seemingly silent moments? Um, well, I think that we can never ever escape these silent seasons. And I really like that you asked me because that's something that God had really placed on my heart as well. I actually um, recently published a book on that, Seeking Jesus in oh. the Wilderness, um, Navigating Through Dry Seasons, because I feel that many Christians... Mm-hmm are not able to properly navigate through that dry season. So they come out damaged (laughs) rather than refreshed. Um, But the truth is that we would walk through dry seasons. Sometimes God is just using that to really test um, our hearts. You know, you say, oh God, I love you. You know, like (laughs) there's no one, there's no one besides you. Like, you know, I, I love you so much. And then you go through a dry season you're not hearing from him. You're like, Charlie, I don't care anymore. Like <laughs> this God thing, like good night. I don't even care. God, bye. Peace out. Yeah. You know, Yeah. but walking through dry seasons, God is really trying to say, oh, you said you loved me, right? Okay. Like, let me see. You can't, you can't hear me, but let me see that you love me. Mm. Um, 
because sometimes, you know, when you're working through a dry season, it's easier to fall into temptation just because you feel like, okay, maybe God is not even listening to me. Like he's not even paying attention. He doesn't even care. Um, But the fact that you are not hearing from him that moment doesn't mean that he doesn't have instructions already there that you have to obey. It doesn't mean that he has left you. You know, Jesus told his disciples that I will not leave you at orphans. Like he would never leave us nor forsake us. That means even when you're not hearing from him, he has his word there. The Bible says that God has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. So even in those seasons, he's still very present, even though you don't feel him. And I've come to learn that our feelings are great. It's great that maybe when you're worshiping, you have these bombs. You know, all the good stuff. Maybe you can cry. For those who are criers, you know, when they're listening to their favorite worship song, they cry, you know, but then all of a sudden, ah, you're yeah, trying your best and you just walk into this. You wake up one morning, your favorite worship song is even rather annoying. Like, you're just like, what is going on? Right. Like, open up your Bible and you're like, ah, what is this? Like, I don't even feel it. I don't feel the way I'm supposed to feel. Something is definitely yeah. off. And it's like, Someone else would just say, okay, Charlie, it's not working. I'll try again tomorrow. <laughs> but the true test of our faith and our love for God is in that even though we don't feel him, we know that he is there. And sometimes God wants to show us also that he is greater than our feelings. Mm. Um, I know that you, you feel the goosebumps, but even when you don't feel the goosebumps, God is still God. Yeah. Even when you don't feel that presence of love, God's presence is still there. God is still present in a sense. So he's greater than he's greater than our feelings. And sometimes we have to walk through these dry seasons to see that no, I don't feel today, I don't feel good. I feel upset. I don't even feel like having my quiet time. Music is annoying me today. Um, but I know that I have to seek him every day. And that's exactly what I'm going to do today. And tomorrow, when I don't feel the same way, I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to stay in his word. I'm going to walk with him. Jesus said whoever wants to follow me must take up his cross and follow me so that means that even though i don't feel him mm-hmm. i'm still going to follow him i'm still going to hold on to convictions like maybe in the dry season you're like, ah, then god is not even there then let me just go back to my old sins you may not say it but you realize that mm-hmm. that is where you've ended up you've ended up back in that mistake or you've gone back to the vomit that you said yeah. you would never go back to because it's like ah, i'm in a dry season and i feel like i didn't do anything to deserve this but even in those seasons in the silence his word is still true. His word is still eternal. So we'll stick by it. And then the convictions, like maybe God has planted a conviction in your heart that maybe for you in that season, it has been like, you know, God is the most important person and I must always seek him. I must seek him. I must acknowledge him in everything I do. But then you wake up one morning and you don't even feel like acknowledging him. You don't even feel like all of these things. But I have to stick to the conviction. Like really, I know God planted this conviction in my heart and I need God. Even though I don't feel him, I know I need him and I'm going to keep seeking him. I'm going to keep following him. I'm going to keep pursuing his heart. I'm going to keep studying the Bible. And you realize that as you stay consistent, you come out from that dry season wow. even more, even more refreshed mm. than mm. you went in. You know. Wow. And so I heard I heard Stephanie um Gretzinger say once that mm-hmm. when you don't hear God speaking to you, um, go back to the last thing he said to you. <laughs> like yeah. maybe maybe you've not even done that and i realized as i was studying um even for this the story of jonah in the book of jonah that god spoke once i mean jonah ran from it he disobeyed blah 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 but after that 
So he finally um, repented. Then God, the Bible says, God spoke a second time. So that means within that time <laughs> that he entered the belly, God had God wasn't speaking again because Jonah had to go back to what God was telling him to do because yeah. he didn't have anything else to say to him apart from do what I told you to do. Mm. So sometimes he's not speaking because he told you to do something. You have not done it. You are coming back again. What do you want right. him to say? <laughs> So yeah, <laughs> just navigating yeah. the dry seasons. Wow, that's 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 a good one. Um, I I have here. So basically, God, you know, God is greater than our feelings in these seasons, and in these seasons as well, it helps to go back to what we already know. Yeah. And the last thing that that God said to us. And, you know, I think that we, we sort of go through this in other areas, you know, like in, in maybe academic life or if it's mm-hmm. work or something. There are times where you don't feel like going to class or something, but you yeah. know that, you know, they pay your school fees, like you have to go and do yeah. do what you have to do. So um, even when you don't feel like it. So, yeah, that's that's a great lesson. Okay. So I I have a bonus question for you, Jackie. We're about, you know, wrapping up a conversation. And um, the bonus question is, mm. uh, <laughs> am, I doing, <laughs> am I doing my Christian work right? Hey. Am I doing my Christian? <laughs> how, how do you answer a question like this? Um, I mean, essentially i see that the, the key things are like what does it really mean to i think we've, we've sort of discussed this you know intimacy, yeah intimacy. yeah um but if you were to answer this in like under a minute what what would you say what does it really mean to be doing your christian work right first of all the big challenge is um answering it in under a minute <laughs> <laughs> but um I think that sometimes we 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 have to remind ourselves that what God wants the most from us is us. <laughs> sometimes we try to wow. give other things. Hmm. Hmm. Try to give him wow. give him money, try to give him this. I'm God, I'm serving you, I'm doing this, but like hmm. what's your service to his kingdom when the king doesn't even know you? Hmm. Um Right. I'll say that to just to see if you're doing this thing right. Like, <laughs> I'll say that God wants you. So don't get so distracted with um, the do's and the don'ts, but be more concerned about um, giving Him yourself. And every single day, like it's a daily thing. Like every single day, I lay down my life. Every single day, I surrender my life. Every single day, I give him my heart all over again. Mm. It's not something that you do and then it's like it's co- it covers for the next three months, like a subscription. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's a subscription, <laughs> you know, for the next month, I'm good. No, you're not good because the enemy is after, he's after your heart. Mm-hmm. The same things that God wants from us, the same treasures that God desires from us, our lives, our hearts, our minds, our souls, is the same thing the enemy is after. So I'll say that make sure that you're giving him your life. You're not just saying that you're giving it to him, but you can feel it because you will feel it when you're giving him your life because there's a lot of death to self and a lot of sacrifices involved. And, and it's still fun, right? It's still a very 
exciting journey maybe next time we can talk more about that but god wants you stop giving other things in place of your love and your heart and your mind and soul amen amen to that thank you so much jackie this has been so insightful and i think that my my major takeaway is you know if if god is seemingly silent go back to the thing that he said to you last or go back to the things that you already know from the word of god you know yeah thank you so much jackie okay so before we wrap up uh we have a quick activity i hope it's fun but let's see how it goes <laughs> so essentially i'm going to set a timer for 90 seconds and i want you to summarize the practical tips that you've shared with us today in those 90 seconds okay yeah um so um, I'm ready when you are. I'll set the timer and we can start. I'm probably not going to do it on this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me know when you're ready to go. Hey, Jackie, are you there? Are you there? Yeah, <laughs> oh, okay. I, supposed- I thought you were going to say I've started oh. the time. No, I was waiting for your cue. Oh. And I should start. Yes, please. Okay, starting now. Okie dokie. Um, yes, yeah, so <laughs> I'm already messing this up. <laughs> You've used like 10 seconds to do. <laughs> okay, so I'm I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna give you a second chance. So okay, okay, so let me cancel and okay so i'm starting in three two one go okay um yeah (laughs) sorry you see that's why i just laugh at these things but anyway (laughs) well what we have to do is to um number one pursue an intimate relationship with god and practically speaking that means that every single day every single day not monthly um not um new year's eve every single day you pick up your bible um seek the Lord through his word, um, every single day you pray, um, you make sure that you, to amplify God's voice in your life, I'll say that it's very important that you, you listen to, um, spiritual things as the Bible says that faith comes by hearing. So mind what you're hearing because what you're hearing influences what you do. And then, um, when you're walking through dry seasons, it's important to still stand with the word of God. It's important to, um, Hold on to the convictions of Holy Spirit placed in your heart. Even though it's frustrating, um, there's joy ahead. <laughs> I'm so nervous. Even though it's frustrating, there's joy ahead. So you should definitely um, endure the silent season because it doesn't mean that God is absent. And uh, yeah, go back to the instruction God gave you if you're not hearing anything in this season. And yeah, wait on God and God wants you. Um, stop, stop distracting Stop distracting or distracting your relationship with giving him so many other things rather than yourself first. Um, amen. I don't know how I did. Yeah, <laughs> actually, this rise on time. Because <laughs> I don't even know what I was saying. Yeah, but that was a great summary, Jackie. Thank you so much for that. And yeah. okay, thank you for being my guest, Jackie. Any last words to our listeners? Any last words to our listeners? Um, God bless you, Adobia. 
for doing this. Um, we need more and more of this, you know. Um, so thank you for rising up and saying that God, I'll, I'll, I'll do this for you. I'm not going to run from you anymore. <laughs> so thanks for doing that. And I know that a lot of people are going to be blessed by your obedience. Last words, Charlie. Keep loving God. In these last days, it's, your, faith, your faith is under attack. Seriously. Mm. Yeah. And your love for God is under attack. And it's so interesting that I don't know if I talk plenty so yeah. cold. <laughs> I'm giving you how many seconds, like 30 seconds. <laughs> okay. Well, I say that it's so interesting that Jesus said that the first and great commandment is to love the Lord with all our hearts. Um, but then it's like in these last days, it's love that is under attack. Our love for God and our love for people. So right. keep fighting the good fight of faith, keep fighting to love God. Keep fighting to love people, um, no matter what your heart has been through, the heartbreaks, the disappointments. Um, keep fighting to love people because that is love is the greatest. Amen. Yeah. Amen to that. Interestingly, our our last episode on maturity that was what we also concluded. Love is the greatest because indeed it is. <laughs> okay, so a big thank you to our listeners for keeping us company in the daily room today. It's been so insightful and powerful with this woman of God. Woman of God. Okay, <laughs> so remember to subscribe to the Daily Room podcast so that more people can learn how to grow and mature in Christ. And, you know, we can move together from milk to chewing solid food. <laughs> so leave us a rating and share any questions that you have or comments on our Instagram page at the Dear Daily. Talk to you next week.